Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. We're already getting good news this spring, and it hasn't officially started, actually. The warm weather we've seen since late February has been perfect for melting, but that's only part of the story. I talked with National Weather Service hydrologist Jessica Brooks about the latest forecast and why things look so good this year after two years of dire flood warnings. It's kind of a case of we got more snow than people to the north of us got. Absolutely, where I know a lot of people see what we had here, which was a lot of snow, but and, and think that, that everybody in the whole region got that much snow, but that wasn't the case. Um, actually, we were kind of the hot seat of the snowfall this year and areas to the north that we are concerned with for Mississippi River flooding all had really below normal snowfall this year. But let's talk about the areas that you had the greatest concerns, and that was pretty much the Rock River and some of the smaller rivers, even like the Wapsipinicon, where the uh, watershed is much smaller, of course, on the Mississippi River, and that the fact that we had more snow in extreme southern Wisconsin, northern uh, Illinois, and our area has a greater impact, especially on the Rock. Yeah, so when we look at the river basins themselves, uh, the Rock River Basin, almost the entire basin had the heavy snowfall uh, in it. So we looked at that entire basin had two to four inches of liquid in the snowfall. Uh, and so all of that area was going is going to drain into the Rock River. Uh, the Wabspinnakin River is the same thing. Uh, as we go into some of our other river basins, say like the Cedar River, uh, the Iowa River, they have a lot of snow in the lower halves of the their river basins, but as we go to the northern half, they didn't have as much snow in that area. So uh, the fact that they didn't have the snowpack in the entire watershed uh, meant that their risk was not going to be quite as high as, say, we're looking at for like the Rock River this year. Well, you take a look at two and a half, three weeks ago, exceedingly cold temperatures, and then that big rapid warm up, exactly the ingredients you don't want to see when it comes to ice jams and other problems along the river. What have you seen now? What has been the impact over the last few days of the nice weather? Well, well, it did seem like we warmed up really fast uh, because we came out of that extreme cold so fast. Uh, the temperatures have actually been uh, almost ideal for uh, what we would want for uh, snowmelt purposes. So we've had a few days that were, you know, into the 50s that melted a lot of snow, but we've had a lot of days that were, you know, upper 30s, low 40s, and then almost every night we're getting below freezing again. So that will slow down the, the melting process of the snow. 
because when it freezes, it's obviously not melting anymore. So just that daily um, up and down really, really impacts the, the slower melt of the snow and really improves our chances to not flood uh, or not flood as bad as we would maybe have potential to be if it would melt really, really fast. So if that wouldn't have happened, say if we would have had 50, 60 degree temperatures during the day and then, you know, staying in the upper 30s at night, that melting process would be continuous. And then you'd get that continuous runoff into the rivers and that's when you're going to see the the higher rises happening. Um, speaking of ice jams, as you mentioned that uh, we did get ice on the rivers. It was very late in the season. We didn't get ice really until that big cold snap uh, during February. And because it took that long for us to get that really cold weather, the ice didn't get to be really thick. So when we got the warm up, it kind of just gradually melted that ice and uh, that was perfect. I think this is the first year we haven't had ice jam issues on the Rock River uh, since I've been here uh, and that's going on six years now. Well, and that's such a huge plus for us for the spring, of course. So mm -hmm. walk me through this. You've done two flood projections. Um, you have one more coming in the middle of March. Um, what changes are you making since you made that second projection? Yeah, so coming up on our next outlook, which will come out on the 11th, uh, we're actually probably almost shifting towards a more near-term flood potential instead of looking out further in, in say, in the next two to three months. Um, and that's because we're seeing all of our snow melting right now. And so by next Thursday, it's very likely that we're going to see most of the snow in the area not here anymore. Um, so, so we'll be kind of talking about, well, how fast did that snow melt? Are we going to get any flooding as that water's still getting through the river systems? And then what's going to be happening in the coming weeks? Because we're not done with, uh, you know, with, with spring uh, active weather. Uh, we're looking at actually pretty active pattern coming up here over the next couple of weeks. So whether that means we get decent amounts of rain. Uh, it's possible we could get some colder air come back in and get more snow here in the coming weeks. So we're gonna be looking at how is that gonna impact our area uh, after we get rid of all this snow. Boy, we had such a battle, of course, as you well know, in 2019 with the floods. Then there was that flood outlook at the beginning of 2020 where we were sitting there going, oh, no, not another year. And that didn't become as bad as we had thought it could have uh, become. And this year, I mean, at worst, you were saying minor flooding. <laughs> there's a real possibility of that. So it sounds like of the three years, at least right now, this could be the best one. Oh, yes, by far. Um, yeah, where the last couple of years we had conditions that were, uh, you know, almost perfect to have flooding happening. Uh, you know, I know we talked a couple of years ago about how wet the snow or the ground was, and that was the same thing over the last two years. Where this year our ground is not that wet. Uh, we've actually been really dry uh, over the past year or so, uh, where areas just to our west have been in drought conditions or in and out of drought conditions uh, in the last year. So having those drier soils very much relieves us of having those really high uh, probabilities of flooding because our soils are going to be able to help out a bit 
when we get rain or if we do get additional snow here in the next month, that those soils are going to be able to take in some of that water, especially now because we're with the warm weather we've had, our soils are thawing out. We do still have some areas, especially north of here, uh, that uh, do have frozen ground still. So as the snow melts, it's most of that that meltwater is getting into the river systems and that will happen until the ground thaws but uh, after in the next week most areas will probably see the ground thawed so uh, so any additional rain and snow we get here this spring the soils are going to be able to help us out and take in some of that water so all of that additional rain and, and snow is not going to be put right into our river system so that that's a big a big positive uh, as well. Another big positive, of course, was didn't we have a, a relatively um, the, the, the frost depth wasn't as deep as it has been in the past. It, it, didn't that work in our favor as well? It certainly did. Uh, yeah, you know, since we were so warm through uh, December and January, you know, while we didn't get the ice on the rivers, we also didn't see our ground freeze. We really didn't get uh, the ground to freeze in this area until February. And, and even then, we had that thick snowpack across the area, so the ground really wasn't able to freeze very deep because that snow acted as a blanket and insulated the ground. So even when we were sitting at those, you know, 10 to 12, 20 below temperatures, we only saw uh, the, the ground freeze to maybe six, 10 inches, whereas uh, on, a different scale, I was looking at areas over in the Dakotas that did not have any snow when they got the heavy or the really cold weather. And granted, they were a little colder than we got. But in that time period, they saw their their frost depths go up to like 40 or more inches deep. Or again, we only saw maybe four to six, some areas 10 to 12 inches. So that snow actually really helped us. And so now as we're getting this warm weather, it's not taking as, as much time for the ground to thaw out. And again, that's the big, the big positive that's gonna help us out uh, as the ground thaws. So it'll be able to, to ingest some of that, that rain that we might get or any more snow melt that we might get here this spring. Well, it has been good news to hear that the Mississippi River uh, chances of flooding really did diminish. Does that also hold true for areas to the south of us? Um, in other words, if we have more snow than they had further to the north of us, people to the south of us still have to worry more? Yeah, so the, the areas we're worried about on the Mississippi are really the Quad Cities in south. And when I say worried about, I, I should say we're thinking we have a higher chance of, of reaching minor flood stage. We're not anticipating higher probabilities of reaching, you know, a moderate or major flood stage this year due to our current conditions. But that's as that, that water, we're getting the, the inputs from the Rock River and we're getting inputs from the Iowa River uh, further downstream. And then we'll get inputs from the Skunk and the Des Moines Rivers further downstream. So you're just adding uh, more water into the system from some of these watersheds that do, do have quite a bit of snow. Um, but as a whole, and why we don't have a uh, higher risk for minor flooding upstream of, of the Quad Cities is because we're looking at the inputs from those, those rivers I had just mentioned. Um, and there is going to be a rise in the river due to the, the snow melt from Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, but it's just not enough to have us have a higher probability for flooding. Uh, 
you know, it's going to come up, um, but is it actually going to reach flood stages? The, the, the probabilities aren't very high for that. And another thing I have been telling people is to, to see a difference between the past couple of years and this year uh, is that because our soils aren't wet, we're going to see this this water come from the snow. It's going to come through. You're going to see a peak come through, and it's going to be done. Um, whereas in the last couple of years, we saw the high river levels continue for a long time. Uh, you know, obviously, 2019 was the worst as we stayed in very high river stages for for a very long time. Um, but last year was was bad too. We weren't as you know we weren't on my, major flood stage for an exorbitant amount of time. Actually, we didn't even hit flood, major flood stage last year. Well, but, as, I'm sorry, but as you know, I mean, like you were pointing out in 2019, it seemed to come in waves uh, because I think right. we had two major crests in that year. And like you said, last year it was it, it was there was a crest, but then it it did diminish. It did, but it still lingered. We still had flood flooding continue for quite some time uh, because it just the any time we got a little bit more rain, it just added to the to the river, and we just weren't able to get those levels down to normal levels. Where this year, I would foresee us being able to, you know, the river will come up and then it'll go down, and we'll be able to get back to our normal levels, which won't bring about a new flood event every time it rains. Um, you know, and, and granted, if we get into a more wet pattern here in the coming months, our soil conditions could change, but that's what we're looking at right now. Jessica Brooks, National Weather Service hydrologist from her offices in Davenport. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.